Okay, so what is this? This is Los Inyokto. Uh, we will explain someday somehow how we came up with that name, but this is not the day. And I will introduce my friends Chirin. Hi guys, it's nice to be in the podcast. And Nonso, we have on the other side. Hi everyone, um, really excited to be here everyone. Um, looking forward to having this great conversation with both Conrad and Chirin. Uh, what are we going to talk about today? This is, I think, the first question that we need to ask. Yes, we're going to talk about the Shawshank Redemption. I think you guys already saw that. Like... How many years ago? Oof, that's uh, a question that will, of course, reveal our ages. But for me, <laughs> <laughs> for me, it was like 20 years ago, or maybe even more, close wow. to the releasing date. Yes, I'm sorry to say I'm older than you. <laughs> older enough to to know that this movie was in cinemas when the, I first realized that this was a yeah when it came out. I mean, yeah. what about you? Sorry, I'm. I actually watched it this week. This is the first time that I did. I've already heard no. about it a lot. Yes, 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 yes. I do. How dare I you? Know. How barbarian of me! <laughs> but. Yeah, I actually, I only got the chance this week. I always put it to, to watch and then I go like, no, this is not the time for it, you know. But yeah, I, I was motivated this week. I get what you mean. I have a lot of movies that I know that I need to watch. I have to, if I like cinema whatsoever. Yeah. And then you have at least, as I say, someday I will do this movie. I will watch this movie, but you, you never find the time. So. You're, you're okay. You're okay. We are not, we are not <laughs> going to judge you because you waited 25 years to watch a movie. That's fine. <laughs> what about you? No? So, so when um, Shawshank came out, I, I had no idea about it. But in fact, it's just my wife who actually told me it's one of the best movies of all time. And I is. should give it a shot. This was say, about seven year, six, seven years ago when I met her. And I watched it. I loved the movie. And I'd say... The last time I watched Shawshank was last night <laughs> again, <laughs> just to make sure, just to make sure. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I've watched it like four times. Last night should be the fourth time I've watched it again. Um, yeah, so I had to, you know, do a quick cap of it last night and still did not disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I don't know if I would dare to watch this movie so many times because it's, it's, Heavy, right? It's quite heavy. It's a very um, emotional, and it's an emotional trip. This movie, uh, the the last yes, twenty yeah. minutes or so, I was like almost weeping, <laughs> you know, <laughs> with a lump in my throat. So uh, yeah, that that's a good to a good a nice experience, but not for for five times. I suppose. Question: I mean, you are weeping emotionally because a sad a sad weep, or more of whew, I'm happy a happy ending weep. What kind of weep was this? Well, that, I, I don't think, you know, they, there are happy endings, of course, but mostly they are bittersweet endings. Because in this movie, one of the things that I was thinking about was all the rest of the guys that were still in prison, you know, that were not released. And also, yeah, it's a bittersweet because, okay, now you, you have the rest of your life to enjoy, but you were 40 years in prison. You cannot take that away, you know, so it's not really... Yes, it's a happy ending, but is it a happy life? 
when you spend 40 years in prison. So, yeah, uh, that's why you, you have a bit of sadness to not, not just happiness at the end. Yeah, I agree with that. I was actually sobbing throughout the movie. If you only were, were weeping at the end, I weeped the whole way through. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 I totally see your point, Conrad. But I would also like to add, you would not necessarily say you spent 40 years of your life in prison or the inmates spent 40, some of them spent 40 years plus of their lives in prison. And is that how, I mean, is that how they spend their lives? And don't forget, um, a question, or is, there's a saying in the movie that at some point, the walls become your home. The walls become what you're used to. Yeah. Those, I mean, you become an important person while you were in there. So you going out to the, to the world itself now becomes different because in there, you're someone, you're respected. But out there, you're a convict. So it depends on how you see it. Like, um, like what was his name? Um, the guy who was released. Um, I can't Brooks. recall what his Brooks. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, like Brooks. You see, he got he got out of prison, and he he didn't want to go at first. He didn't want to leave at first. Hmm? But when he did, he took he took his life because the world was so different from what he knew. And I actually could relate with that because at some point. You don't have to, I mean, of course, you'd like to do more with your life. You'd like to travel, drive a nice car, meet a nice lady, have a nice family. But if you can't do any of those things out there, you could be someone who's of importance inside. The, I'm not saying being in prison is a good thing, though. But yeah. No, I, I get your point, but that's, an, that's a no, no, not a life of your choosing. He was forced to live that way. He knew it, of course, he was comfortable, but that doesn't mean that he was enjoying being in prison. He knew otherwise, but yeah, I think that I would not call that a good life. It's not okay. a good life, yes, but it's what he knows, you know? Yeah. It's what he knows his entire life. I think he spent like 50 years, right? 50 years in, in prison. And actually what resonated with me was when he first got out and he saw the automobiles, he said that he only saw one when he was little. And you know, when you're inside those walls, just as Nonso said, real world just goes on, you know? Time doesn't stop for you. So yeah, Brooke's storyline actually just- It's the saddest. Um, is, it, is it saddest that we know of? We don't know about other inmates who sure, were also sure, there. Sure. Yeah. yeah, it's just he's was he's was picked out from numerous inmates. And the question also we should ask is: It's not as if he chose to be there. It's not as if he wanted to be there. No, it's no, it's not as if he 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 he. Initially, he must have done something because we didn't quite get to hear what yeah. he did. Yeah, we did. Just like yeah. Red, we got to understand what Red did. Yeah. But for Brooks and the other guys, they say they're all innocent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the lawyer messed them up. Yeah. Exactly. The lawyer messed them up. You understand? So for Brooks, uh, for, for Brooks, we don't know exactly what he did. So but whatever thing he did, and they put him in there for that purpose, it was to rehabilitate him. And given the length duration, it probably was murder. I don't know. But for that length, it couldn't have been um, um, some minor crime. Understand? So it's it's sad, but at some point he chose to be there by because of his actions. But still, it's not a way to live. 
Yeah, and, and these kind of movies that makes you, um, you know, empathize with, with the guys that did wrong, you know, it's the murderers <laughs> and assassins and whatever, and you're rooting for them. Uh, this yes. is uh, something very normal, I would say, in, in movies. But at the end of the day, you say, okay, but yeah, when, when you think about it outside the movie, like you're saying, they deserve to be there, maybe. So, yeah. At first, it started like when they were taking bets. You, you, you saw like a little bit of their playful side and how like they just passed their time there, and you only thought of them as criminals. And then by the end of the movie, and what you saw, you just see a vulnerable side of them. So yeah, good for them in some way. Yeah. If 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 I were to ask you, other than Brooks, we've just talked about, and the main characters, that is played by Morgan Freeman and Tim Robbins as both Red and Dufresne. If I were to ask you, what other character would you say resonated with you uh, or touched you? Who would it be? Mm. The other inmates, that is, yes. Good or question. everyone in the, in, the, in the movie, yeah. I'll go, if you'd like, I'll yeah. go first. Or Shirin. Okay, Shirin, yes, please. <laughs> the, the, I forgot his name, but the Spanish guy that, that was killed. Oh, yeah. Tommy. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Likewise. Likewise. Like. Man. I, I felt sad. I was so angry with with the warden. Warden. Yeah. Yeah. That is warden Norton. And I know him. I know him. When when he when he got when there was um, a guard that came and said that he wanted to talk to you and the place that they went to talk to was actually outside of the prison. And then when he looked up at the guard, you know, as an okay, shoot him. I just, I went sobbing again. This is third time sobbing. And uh, and I will not forget Jack the Crow also. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. But, but, but he's not. He's not. A, he was not a faithful or a loyal inmate because after he left, yeah. he never visited Brooks anymore. That was so sad. But he, it, not he, it abandoned Brooks. Come on. Yeah. Oh, it abandoned Brooks. I mean, it was so sad. It was so so sad. <laughs> Although it's not as if they changed context, though. <laughs> yeah. For me, yeah. it has to be. I don't know. They, I I didn't uh, watch it five times to remember the name of all the inmates, <laughs> but but yeah. I would say the guy, the the blonde guy that was also um, you know threatened by Brooks with knife. Uh, uh, me Haywood. Yeah, I think he was. I don't. Know, I was expecting that guy to be bad, let's say, and and, and he was completely the opposite. He was really supportive and understanding and, I don't know, supporting the, the other two main characters all the way. So for me, he was the hidden gem. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I also liked Haywood because, well, Haywood teaches us something. It taught me something. Who, who was Haywood? Haywood, the guy who had, uh, who we just talked about. Ah, right now. okay. That's so, the name. Okay. That's Haywood. Yeah. He taught me something and it is. You might outside and outside world when you know when you're not in prison. Um, this from the movie that is, you might you might be mean. Mm. You might I don't know. You might act some. You might be, you might be different. Yeah. But when you're in prison, 
And those people who you see, you cannot make new contacts unless new inmates are coming in. So it's who you have there and who you can bond with. And you get to understand people for who they are. And I think that's what happened with the whole squad of the Shawshank, um, the main characters, that is. I mean, they formed some sort of brotherhood because they became a tight knit. And it was so interesting because they all come from different backgrounds. And there might be a possibility that in the outside world, they would have never actually gotten to speak to one another. But in there, they formed yeah, some of sort of bond and friendship. And it was beautiful. And um, I, I think that's what happened to Haywood. That's actually a very good observation. Also, every time that new guys come, you know, it's like every time that new guys came to, to prison, it was like for us, it's like, I don't know, the 4th of July in the US or something like that. Yeah. Like a big crowd party. That was good. I don't know if that's for real, but it's interesting. <laughs> You, you, you know, on the matter of um, your, your early, earlier comments, bittersweet, yeah? Mm. I mean, the way the movie was laid out, it made you... It's... Um, I'm someone who is trustworthy. I like to trust people. So when the warden, in as much as he was exploiting the frame, I went to frame was carrying, you know, giving out the services, like for example, doing the tax returns for the war for the, um, the, guard. the the guards and the football, the baseball guys who came yeah. and helping the warden do uh, paperwork and you know uh, hide his money. And the warden was giving him special treatment. I felt you know they are working with one another. You understand? It was I really liked that, and I actually said trusting the warden because I felt the warden was going to be on the friend's side. But he said, that twist where Tommy came in, I think that was a twist for the friend in the movie that made every... At some point, correct me if I'm wrong, everyone, before Tommy came in, before the friend found out he... I mean, uh, before everyone found out that the friend was actually innocent, mm -hmm. we all liked the warden. I mean, we all felt he was there to try to rehabilitate people, except... Forget about the corruption part. We felt he was a man who was just trying to get ahead, but yeah. who, he's a man who is a righteous man with the whole Bible, I swear by the Bible, kind of like rights. And I mean, that kind of feeling. But when Tommy came in, Tommy was the twist. And he then spoke the truth and he killed him. Mm, I lost hope in that word. I, I felt, I, I mean, he took his life. I didn't, I did not feel for him. I felt <laughs> I should have gone to prison. No, <laughs> no nobody does, but... <laughs> I I don't think that's the case for me. Well, maybe uh, you know the first time I watched the movie was 20 plus years ago, so I don't remember. I knew that he was not uh, good, but uh, at the beginning, when the movie starts um, and he welcomes in the new inmates, he speaks about the Bible and the yeah. discipline, and in a very harsh way, you know, like he's telling you, "I'm not a good guy." You will do what I say uh, in a very meaningful way. So, uh, yeah, I didn't get that vibe that he was kind of good. He did good things, maybe, but for, for his own benefit. And that was it. I don't know. What's your impression, Shireen? Yeah, when it, when, it started, when it started not going his way, he started acting up. And I think I, I actually agree with, with Conrad on this because... I didn't think he was a good guy from the get-go. 
you know, using the Bible and then just letting the guards beat up, beat up inmates, beat up uh, criminals, and then convicts, and then um, Andy doing the tax returns for him and for the guards, that was okay. But then when he was just started muggling money for him, I knew that there's going to be a side to him that's not going to, to, to just like a ticking bomb that's going to like explode at the end. And when Tommy came, that just verified what I was thinking of. You know? And I think uh, also that uh, this, the, 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 him killing Tommy actually um, made Andy. I think at that time the hole was already in the in the wall, right? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> the hole was already was already completed, you know. I think yes, at that time when Tommy came and when 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 the war, warden warden was it? Yeah, yeah, warden. Yeah, when warden Norton. Yeah. yeah, when he killed Tommy. Yeah, but Andy stayed there to get Tommy's revenge. He stayed there to uh, steal the books, steal the money that he muggled for for the warden. You know, and yeah, I think that was satisfactory at the end. <laughs> yes, of course. This movie, it's. Every scene it's tying up to be satisfactory at the end. Yeah. yeah. But but uh, but uh, yeah, but but based on people who got their who got what they deserved, um I think the warden got an easy way out compared to um Captain yes. Hitley. The he captain yeah, Captain Hitley, for example, who who was acting all tough for when they arrested him, he started to cry. <laughs> yeah, I felt I felt you know Hitley got the wrong end of the stick. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think that's uh, <clears throat> that's something that they tell you to make you feel better. But I don't think that it seemed with the character, you know, that he started crying when when he was yeah. child. But uh, this kind of movies. They are forced into a good feeling at the end, uh, and I think that little bit was part of it too. Uh, yeah, but when Red was narrating that, he said that he didn't see him, and they actually didn't show the shot, so maybe yeah. he didn't cry. Yeah, I didn't believe that also. <laughs> <laughs> you know, must, well, he, yeah, please go. No, I, I was gonna say that the feeling that you get with this guy, with the captain of the jail guards. It's very similar to which uh, the one with the guard, the warden, because uh, he he also has glimpses of good uh, good actions, like like for example the beer when he he brings in the beer for the in, the inmates, and he also takes one. Like you 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 think about in at that time you think about okay uh, he will I don't know he will be better now with them he he will be more condescending whatever. And then, no, he was a beast anyway. <laughs> he didn't care. He, he liked the he liked beating people. It doesn't matter who or, or, or the relationship that he has. With and them. actually, when he beat up one of the sisters too, that was so satisfactory. Yeah, that was when that he was put, it, uh, put him in the wheelchair. <laughs> that like, was. Yes, we should well, kill this guy. That is that was dogs dogs diamond right? Yeah. Yeah. That was that was beautiful. Yeah. That was beautiful. But there, there is a, one more fan service that the movie does. For you. <laughs> yes, it's a fan service. And also, since we were talking about this, I think one of the lines that I liked the most of the, the whole movie was like something like, um, 
the, the blonde guy says about the sisters, that they, they say like, you have to be human to be homosexual. No, you have to be human first to then be homosexual. It was beautiful for me because that, that summarizes uh, describing those people. Yeah. I was so mad when I, they actually actually assaulted him at first. And I think that went on for two years, two whole years, until like the warren and the guards took action on the sisters. Because yeah. they put him in the infirmary for one month, I guess. Yeah. That's because one month and the friend could not do their tax returns or yeah. whatever service was provided him <laughs> and they needed to make sure their time and was available at every you know 24 7. <laughs> and also something that i think this movie does very well is like playing um yeah lets you know that he was assaulted and letting you know that he was maybe penetrated or whatever Yes, and then, because in normally movies you see that they 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 hide those things. It's like uh, you cannot touch the protagonist. He, he has his dignity has to remain untouched, you know. And in this movie they let you know that yes, he did suffer all those, and of course. And why would in another movies like I don't know? I, I'm thinking about Stallone movies or, or Schwarzenegger movies or those big action stars movies, when they go to shale, they, they are, you know, untouchable. <laughs> they, you cannot, uh, yeah, mess around with their dignity. And this one, they, they did. And I think that that was a very good choice. Yes, yes it's yeah. a delicate subject to touch, actually. And they, they, they did emphasize on that. They did, like, um, Red, when Red was narrating, he did say that, I would like to say that he did not get assaulted, but that's not how the word works in jail, you know? Yeah. And the shot was like fading away from yes. that. Oh, so, yeah. Very good. Yes. And also, something else I like a lot was uh, I see that they discovered Morgan Freeman voice after this movie because the narration. It's flawless. It's. I would like him to narrate my life. Yeah. It's not, it's not an exciting life to narrate, but I would like him to narrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's really good. Really good narrator. Voice is so soothing. What other yes, what other things you like or dislike about the movie we haven't touched yet? I actually wanted to talk about Jack the Crow. All right. <laughs> At first, the first shot when when Andy was eating his his lunch and he got a worm out of the lunch and Brooks was like, "Are you going to eat that?" I thought Brooks was going to eat it actually. <laughs> really? And then when, <laughs> I really did. And then when he gave it to the bird, I was like, "Okay, so this is the first the first um, let's say convict that you're going to touch on a, on a more sensitive way, you know. And then when he was big, when he grew up, the crow, when he grew up, and when he was released, I cried a lot. But I think I think Jack's Jack the Crow's storyline goes similar to Brooks in the context that. Jack was domestic, domesticated mm. in, in jail, you know, and he yes. only knows how 
how to live in jail. He only knows how Brooks takes care of him. Brooks gives him his warmth, his lunch, his whatever food that is. And then when he went out, I think he didn't survive. I would like to think he did, but I I don't think he did, you know, because he doesn't know the life that the normal crows live. So you're suggesting that Jake the Crow hung himself? No, not hang, <laughs> not hang himself. But maybe he he didn't survive. Maybe that's okay. why he didn't go back to Jake, or he didn't find. I would Jake agree or... that that's but very poetic. His... Yeah, he did his emotional support part for Brooke's character. You know, so yeah. That, that's actually I haven't think about that, but yeah, it's a nice. Yeah. You know, so you have out. something. You know, for me, it's not, not about <laughs> mine. Is about um, the certain certain um, lessons the uh, the movie passes on, and um, I mean there are quite a few, but I'll just say maybe one or two. Like um, where the um, word Norton mentioned, um, every man should have a skill. I mean, I think that's great because. While you're in prison, I feel prison takes out the best in you and turns you into something something else. I mean, you just, I think the concept is for people to go to prison and get rehabilitated, just like what Morgan Freeman said towards the end before they gave him, um, they released him on parole. And he said this rehabilitation, I mean, what's the word exactly? Is is he supposed to be in prison to get better, or is he just a made up word? Because it's like most of the guys who got into prison, yes, they might feel regret or remorse on what they did, depending on who you hang with, but also it's it's it could make or break you. You understand? And if you don't, just like the, just like your friend, the main character, just like your friend, he got into prison. He had a plan. Fine, he's a, he's a smart guy. He had a plan, and that plan got him out of prison. But you also see, before he dug, before those twenty years in which he dug his way out of, <laughs> out the wall, I mean, he kept himself busy. He kept himself occupied. He kept himself making um, crafts, yeah. doing tax returns, built a library, tried to um, help. Um, what's his name again? Um, Tommy. Tommy gets uh, gets. I mean, you see, you see, he tried to remain. Human, if I may use that word, he tried to remain sane. And it just goes to say that no matter where you find yourself, it might be it hopefully not in prison, <laughs> but wherever you, <laughs> wherever you find yourself, you should have something that you can always f- fall back on that puts keeps you in check. Because that's those small things that we take for granted are actually the things that may end up saving us wow and, and suddenly this podcast is about uh helping you <laughs> <laughs> self, self help. no but um yeah i agree uh, that's really yeah i think it's the message of movie in general Number you actually one, see huh? a glimpse of his character at first when the they didn't name him but when the fat guy was 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 announced that he was dead and everyone, everybody was silenced. And then he was like, what's his name? You know, that's not the first thought that you think of. Yeah. You don't think, yeah. oh, what's his name? You get a glimpse of his character there that he's different from the others. 
Chen, not to yeah. bust a bubble, they yeah. named him. His name was Fass. Fat ass. I know. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> even, 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 even at the end of the movie, you take the credit scenes, you see? Really? Ass. really? <laughs> yeah. No. Check it out. Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> you made me remember when they read the name of the author, uh, Alexander Dumont. Yeah, they say dumbass. Dumbass. <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> that was. I mean, that movie. That movie had it all, man. It, uh, I think yeah. that movie. I mean, one of the movies that one of the most recent movies that you watch nowadays that you feel has humor is like. I mean, not for this podcast though, but it's like Avengers. Yeah. They try to put in all those like you know bits and pieces of humor in it. But I think Shawshank had it all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it was super for, for, for its time in 1994. Man, that was good. That oh, was be good careful. Humor. 1994 is the year of uh, um, Forrest Gump. Also, Forrest right? Gump that won the Oscar. <laughs> uh, Pulp Fiction. Oh, oh be, be yeah. careful. Be careful there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that, that was good. That was good. That was really, really good. You know, guys, that we haven't mentioned who was the director. Oh, just to fill in the missing information here was Frank Darabon. I think it's pronounced. I think Shireen, you should be the one pronouncing this one. Is French? He, he was uh, of a French family. I think her father and, and, and mother were French. Frank Darabon. Darabon. That... <laughs> I feel like I'm giving you Darabon. 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 And he directed a lot of movies, all of them based on, on um, Stephen King's uh, books. So the other oh, ones right. that he did, very few actually, was uh, The Green Mile, that uh, was also from okay. 1999, and The Mist, that is from 2007. And then the, he was a creator of the series, not based on Stephen King, but the other guy, I don't remember the name. Uh, the Walking Dead series. No. Uh, TV no. show, yes. No. It was one of the uh, Walking Dead. I'm, okay. I'm not, I'm, I mean, this is not a podcast Walking Dead also, but I'm not also, I don't want to hit on the Walking Dead fans out there. But I think Walking Dead season one, two, three was the stuff. Maybe four. <laughs> After that, yeah. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I left in the third season. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I stopped. Yeah, yeah it, 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 it came to walking. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Much, much of the same. I would change the title to <laughs> the same and the same again. Um, and for everybody that wants to watch the movie, I think you can find it on Netflix. I didn't watch it there, but I think it's in Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Because it's Columbia, I think that all the Columbia movies that are from Sony Entertainment are on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Trust me, I was up to am trying to catch up on it again. <laughs> okay, I think uh, we are done with this movie. I think, of course, it's one of the best movies ever. So we don't have to add much to that. <laughs> Guys, I want to ask one question, though. I think this question is has been something I've been always meaning to ask. The escape scene, not him crawling one and a half mile, uh, miles through the tunnel of shit, no. But don't you find that escape scene a bit 
I don't know, made up because <laughs> first, yeah. How did he escape? Oh, oh no, he dug the wall, but how did he put the sticker back on the wall? And how coincidental was it that on the night of his escape, there was a thunderstorm? Was did he have some sort of uh, I don't know app that told him, hey, tonight is the night to escape because of the thunderstorm? Yeah, I mean, how did he know? And how did he fix the poster back on the wall after he passed through the wall? Yes, and how did he dig the pipe of the of the street pipe pipeline? How did he do all this? They, 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 they showed that with the, with a rock, but it's not. Come on, come on. Not <laughs> enough for me. Exactly. <laughs> I have, I'll let that slide. I will give one thousand euros to anybody that can break that big of a hole from a. Sebastian, so be careful what you ask for. <laughs> then uh -huh. Why do you put out there? <laughs> no, it's it's very. I I I can answer maybe the day that he picked because they show you like um, he picked the day before they show you that it was a thunderstorm. But I think that because of the thunderstorm, he picked that day. But yeah, they, they don't make that clear enough for you to believe it. Uh, the hole in the pipeline, yeah, I was thinking about the same. Yeah. And the poster also. How did he do that? Yeah. How did he fix it? exactly? Yeah, that was freaking true. But the poster doesn't matter really much because even if he does not leave the poster on, he had already uh, enough time to escape. No, I I think I, I think I figured it out. Sorry to cut you off, Conrad. So, if you do recall in the movie, when they were showing us the glimpse of where how he started digging. Um, the uh, making a hole in the wall. So on the four, so basically, just imagine the poster has the four sides. I mean, and he was he opened one of the sides mm -hmm. and was digging through. So it's probable yeah. he might have gone through it there, yeah. and then of course he automatically just falls back. He just crawled out, crawled out the wall. But not so. How sick would the tape be? Well, I, he I, I, he I, went in crawling. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not the director. Guys, we're, <laughs> we're going too far. Questioning those things. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I've been able to answer that question because I've been asking myself, how did he, how did he get out of there? I mean, how did he stick it back? But, but think about it. He just yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. smuggles his way through in there from one from one of the sides, of course, and he's out. So I think the next question should now be. How did he break the pipes now and crawl out of the yeah, I think that's, that's the big one. The other one is yeah. like, there are other movies that they're flying cars in space. So uh, why do you <laughs> care about the poster? But uh, the pipe, yeah, that, that's the big plot hole. Yeah. Yeah. And the interesting thing also is that he didn't, he didn't plan to, to, to escape at first when he, when he ordered the, the rocket uh, hammer from, the rock hammer from, from Red. It was by accident that a chunk of the wall fell out. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he didn't plan to escape at first. That's yeah. you know, I'm not sure because I think that this movie does very well on, on the book too, to um to hide the 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 idea that he was um, planning to escape all the way through from the beginning because he was digging for twenty years. But until, that, that's something that uh, I watched the movie with my, my girlfriend the other day. And he, she was enjoying it a lot more than myself because he didn't know that, that the, he, he uh, sorry, she thought that uh, in the end, 
the guy was going to die, you know, hang himself or whatever. But suddenly he escapes. Yeah. And, and that's a really nice surprise and twist. If you watch the movie for the first time, I think it was done very, very well also. Yeah. Good movie. Good movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, guys, I'd like to ask, based on this, I mean, as much as the movie is one of the best movies of all time, on a rating of 1 to 10, what oh. would you rate the movie? I'll you're go with ask, you first, Conrad. <laughs> you're asking ratings. Uh, I don't know. I think this will be a nine or ten, maybe for me. If we yes, strictly I have think... to rate the movie. Yeah, I think so. Also, for its time, though, keep in mind the time that it was released on in, because just like you said before, when when just like Conrad said before about the the end where you were supposed to think he is going to hang himself. I actually thought that because now nowadays movies are a bit have a bit more of a realistic ending, you know. You think no, this is not happily ever after. No, this is not going to happen. And then mm. when he did escape, I didn't think Greg was going to be approved for for release, you know. I thought okay, he he went on but Red is not going to escape. <laughs> In my <laughs> mind, no, this is not happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I would give it a 9 also, yeah. Likewise, nine or ten. Fantastic uh, movie. I was expecting a ten or a ten for you. Nine or nine, nine or ten. I mean, ah, all right. It's a fantastic movie. I mean, if I can watch a movie more than more than three times and don't get bored, to me that's a pass. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good movie. <laughs> that's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? I'm going to. I'm, once once my kids start watching movies, um, all kind of movies that are not um, Spider Man and Flash. I am going to introduce them to this movie and <laughs> watch with them again. <laughs> so We've just mentioned, we've just tried, we've just looked, I mean, as much as we've talked about the Shawshank Redemption, how great of a movie it was for its time and still present. Um, we've also just, you know, I only brought in kids and Flash and superhero movies. Uh, yeah. So with regards to that, how do you, how do you see the whole super movie um, I don't know. Genre. I don't know what to call it. Exactly, genre. How do you see it? Who's your favorite? Who do you feel, you know, it's someone who you really like? And who do you feel is, eh, he could have done better. Uh, <laughs> or, or can be taken or out he, of she, entirely. He, or she could have done better, you know. <laughs> yes. Or taken out entirely, like Sekhanwet has said. I, I will let you start, Shirin, because uh, first. it's a complicated matter. Uh, okay. <laughs> Should I start now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit yeah. us. Okay. Come on. Huh. Okay. My two favorite, if I'm choosing two, favorite superheroes at the moment, not of all time, at the moment. First, I would have to go probably because the last uh, science fiction slash superhero movie I watched was Guardian of the Galaxy. So I'm talking about Rocket here. Hmm. I liked how the development of his character was throughout the whole trilogy. Uh, that we see the part of him that made him who he is in the first movies. You know what? What made him mean? What made him not trust people? What made him 
um, like be some kind of a convict also, you know? And my second one, this may come. Wait, wait. I, Let, yeah, let's okay. do first a round of one, and then we discover the second. Okay. So we, we have a little bit of suspense, you know. Okay. <laughs> but what, what are our comments, Nonso, on that statement? Because I have one. I love rockets. You love Literally, rockets, and that said that. I, I, I love rockets. I, I, he, he can't do me no wrong. <laughs> no, look, I, I do like rocket too, but. You're, you're, you know, it's your favorite character because of a human approach to it, not yes, because of yeah. uh, the, his superhero, uh, I don't know, bubble, uh, like superpowers or things that he does, but because he's... A... I mean, he's very intelligent. Maybe that's yeah. one of his superpowers. He's yes. very intelligent. Yeah. I. Okay. Yeah. Maybe uh, I'm approaching it this as a storyline. Yeah, exactly. Instead of super, superpowers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, so what is your first favorite? <laughs> so, once a Batman fan, always a Batman fan. So, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite because... is oh, because it's just Batman. Is there a reason to be Batman? Like, <laughs> you don't have Batman to explain does, it, right? <laughs> even Batman doesn't know why he's Batman. Just Batman. I hear him, I'm Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, his storyline goes. Um, I mean, killed um, his parent killed in front of him as a kid. I mean, of course, with the wealth that came in, <laughs> with the wealth he had from his parents, he could have done so many other things with it. But he decided to become Batman to avenge and um, not. To, I don't know. I think one of the stories was to avenge his parents, also to fight crime and yeah, and fight the corrupt system. Yeah, but Gotham. a policeman fights crime too. Yeah, but uh, they were also a lawyer they were fights also, the they, were, they were corrupt. If you think about it, they were also all corrupt. I mean, the police could Not do as all. much as they could. Oh. They could they could only do as much. But you see, Batman's approach was he won't kill you, but he'll beat you to a pop. Not that I stand for that. <laughs> but still... <laughs> He's but, violent enough. He will he will he will hospitalize you at some point. Yeah, but he'll um, break all your bones, but he won't kill you. So that, yeah. he's okay. Other than his fighting abilities, I really like Batman because he's very tactical, he's very smart, yeah, he's really that, intelligent. That yeah, uh, and he took down Superman. He, I mean, that's nice a big one. Yeah, yeah that he took down Superman. Superman is always that he has this feel that you know, I'm Superman, you can't beat me. But yeah, that 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 whoop ass was. It, it, it was it was good. <laughs> no no offense to Superman fans out there, but still. <laughs> yeah. You're worried about offending many people in this podcast. It is this you don't you never know, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you never know. That's true. You never know. Easily. Yeah, people yeah. can start hitting you, looking, 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 looking for you online. As I say, hey, this lady looking for this guy, <laughs> <laughs> and spam his account. <laughs> right. Indeed. No, I I have to agree on Batman. That's my first choice too, but not because. It, let's clarify that we are picking uh, characters that were represented in, in uh, movies or TV shows, yeah. not, not from yeah. the comic books. Otherwise, it would be infinite <laughs> source of discussion. But um, my Batman, my favorite Batman character, comes from the Batman animated series, not the movies. I, the old one. one. Wow, I love that one. And, and I love uh, Kevin Conroy. That he, he died sadly last year as the voice of Batman. 
for me, he is the Batman that I like and I know and, and I enjoy the most. And those uh, animated series, I, for me, changed the way that uh, Hollywood or the US does uh, comics in, in the in TV. Because I was always a fan of anime, you know, from Japan. And I didn't like much the, the animation from, from the US. But this series, for me, it changed everything. And I think it's very adult. The, the character is it's like in neo-noir style, you know, um, very serious. Like, it, I think it's the, the, the one that represents the comics and the spirit of the comics the most. But yeah, that is my choice. I, I bet you don't have anything to say against that. <laughs> actually, actually, that's that, yes, no, no. That's my second favorite superhero of okay. all time, though. Not at the moment, of all time, because Batman for me is my childhood. And you were yeah. talking about the the animated series. I watched that as, as a child and it was translated in Arabic, actually. And I know the whole intro song in Arabic, though. <laughs> oh, you had to I sing it now. Whole... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I know the whole intro song with, with Arabic, of course. But yeah, I think Batman for me is, is a normal guy mm-hmm. that's intelligent, of course, and that's very wealthy, very rich. And he was using his, let's say, wealthiness and his intelligence for the good purpose of fighting crimes that normal people couldn't find i mean him as bruce wayne he had the charity he had the foundations that he 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 did for for crimes also that that were concerning some crimes yes but matt batman he did the fighting for the maybe the criminals that were not touched by that foundation that were not touched by that charity you know Mm -hmm. that you can't um get a hold of them through that through bruce wayne and then again maybe what he what his childhood was yes when his parents were killed at the age of eight i think in front of him and that didn't defer his purpose you know that didn't make him say oh no um, like life isn't la vie en rose you know life isn't beautiful as anyone see it so yeah let let me be pessimist about it he wasn't like that he was like okay there are crimes okay let me fight them you know and second reason is he beat Superman also yes that that was <laughs> a big one for me also and actually that he didn't defer his moral complex complex to you know he had a lot of decisions in his life where he could have gone rogue yeah that's true he didn't no so yeah i see you two that's guys nice. are picking up characters because of the good that they do for the world instead of being badass or whatever uh, I think I got all this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no. And, and your second one, Nomso? <sighs> that was a very difficult um, to choose for me. Mm. Yeah, I mean, growing up with so many comics and movies. But in this case, I'll have it to give it to someone who has not disappointed me yet. Doctor... Strange. Drum roll. Yes, strange. Really? That's not a, a very common pick, I would say. It's not yes. a favorite normally. I got to, I got to love him from The Avengers. And um, of course, his movies also. I can watch his movies 
three, four times. Benedict wow. is very good. And of course, he's played by Benedict Cumberbatch. I got to know Benedict Cumberbatch from Sherlock, the mm-hmm. episode yep. series. Yeah. Man, I just said this guy, he's amazing. But it's not about um, Benedict in this case. It's about Doctor Strange, um, who he is as a person. And his storyline, of course, saving lives, arrogant, playboy also, you know, wealthy. But most importantly, I always go for superheroes that aren't just muscle. Like, I'm a big mm. fan of the Hulk. I like the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. But he's also smart. But when he turns into the Hulk, he becomes something that is just brute. <laughs> uh-huh. a, I mean, first, first thing, so for, for someone like Doctor Strange, he's, um, he, I mean, in a one-to-one combat, like physical, without his um, whole magic spells and everything, you'll whoop his ass. But when it comes incorporating that with his knowledge, with his skills, with what he can actually do, and his quest for continuous knowledge, I find that very important because it's not always about beating the strongest person in a one-to-one combat, but because your opponent, of course, could be very smart. And if you don't know how to outsmart them, you could never beat them. And yeah. for me, Dr. Strange has all this... Inco- I mean, his conversations are very intellectual. You actually sit and actually think about He's very calculative. As someone who is that calculative, he's a difficult opponent to beat. That's why I love that. You know, you're making a point about outsmart your opponents and, and, and not just beat them. And it's something that also plays out into my second choice. <laughs> <laughs> because mine are Spider-Man and Wolverine. I, I cannot choose between those two, <laughs> so I, I put both. And, you know, I... I think that uh, in the sum of all the fights that I have seen them uh, fight, uh, I think that they lose more than they win. It's yeah. Like Wolverine is always losing everything <laughs> all the time because he's bad temper and then he, he's not smart enough to, to win a battle. And Spider-Man, he's always inferior in terms of superpowers to, to the villains that he's uh, fighting against. So... Let's aside the movies. I'm not talking about the movies, mostly animated series here, because you are very influenced by the latest MCU, no? the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe. But for me, I, the first time I was in contact with these superheroes were the animated movies. And, and Wolverine and Spider-Man were losing all the time. They, you know, <laughs> one single episode where they win. They, they always lose. Uh, so yeah, Especially Spider-Man. Anyway. Spider-Man what? Especially yeah. Spider-Man. He's Especially your regular Spider-Man. guy. He's your regular guy. You know, your next-door neighbor. He seems that way. Yeah. And then when he actually... When he lost his uncle... Yeah. That was devastating. And then when he lost his first girlfriend, also that was devastating. Hmm. And I think that was reflected... Let's talk about movies now. That was reflected in a different way throughout the three super Spider-Man that that I know of, which were um, uh, Tobey Maguire, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and then there's shit. I forgot his name. Uh, uh the last one. Um, yeah, I don't actually, he was either. he was very good. Yes, he's maybe the most 
Spider-Man o Spider-Man. Yeah, Tom Holland. Tom Holland, yeah. Yes. Yeah, he was very good at 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 presenting Spider-Man as this goofy, you know, this uh sweet character. Yeah. Wolverine though, I didn't I didn't watch a lot of Wolverine movies except for the X-Men and the uh, the only ones that but, were there, but the comics, no, I didn't watch. But Wolverine is completely different from the original. It's really? it's really very different. Because um, what is the name of the actor that plays Wolverine? I don't remember now. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. First of all, he's not... doesn't have the physique to roll for Wolverine. I, I like him a lot, and, and that Wolverine, I like, I like that Wolverine that he plays. But it's far away from from the original one from the comics. When when you see Wolverine, do you okay? So the, my first encounter with Wolverine was from X Men, the X Men of um, when this old X Men cartoon um, with uh, Storm and Rogue yeah. with the Sentinels. Is that yeah? It, well, that's what you're referring to. X Men. Yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the. I think there are more than more different TV shows, animated TV shows, but that's the one that will had the spirit. Uh, I'm talking about it's from the 90s. Then they, yeah. they made a lot. I love that cartoon, actually. I actually really love that cartoon. Yeah. Okay, and what would be the two characters or, or superheroes or supervillains or whatever that you don't like at all that you say, no, oh, come on, this cannot be? I have one that doesn't make sense for me. Not yeah. not Not bad, not worse, but doesn't make sense for me it's the crypt, crypto uh the dog the super dog for <laughs> superman <laughs> yeah very good i didn't get that <laughs> yeah. come on <laughs> i i i didn't i didn't yeah it I didn't doesn't get make that. any sense yeah yeah why <laughs> that's uh, bullshit i mean superman superman story I don't okay know. okay the super the super the super girl superman super dog Super and also, if, if you think about it, in Krypton, do, they, they look similar to us. The dogs also look similar. Yes. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Krypton is completely another Earth. It's, it's, yeah, everything's it's the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's, 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 yeah, that's, that's a Yeah, that's true. Superdog is, is like, yeah. Why? There's idea. a why that needs to be answered. Yeah, why? Yeah. Very good. Very good choice. But <laughs> do you second have second one? Ah, okay, okay. Oh no, no, sorry, sorry. Please. No, no, go ahead, no. Hmm. The thing I don't understand is from um I'll, my first pick will be from the, um, the Avengers. And that is going to be Vision. Okay. The Avengers, the, sorry, the MCU Vision or Vision in yeah, general? The, the MCU Vision. Okay. Because, I mean, when did we ever see Vision? If we did, did you ever see Vision's true abilities? We did not. Oh. No, we yeah, did we not. The only, the, only part of, the only glimpse we got of Vision was in Ultron, Age yes. of Ultron. Where he, created, yeah. yeah, at the end. And at some point, I said to myself, man, Vision is going to be badass. He's, yes. he's going to kick ass, you know? I mean, who can take Vision down? I mean, Hawk won't, Tony won't, 
Are Captain America? I mean, I lead everybody else, and I think, hmm, I don't know who. So when Avengers Infinity War came out, I was like, Thanos, you're gonna get your ass handed to you, and lo and behold, Vision was a no show. <laughs> it's not that you don't like him; it's that you don't like what they did with the character. I don't like what they did with the character for him, and to, to me, it just gave me a very low review of him, considering. I've not, I mean, I would not say for the cartoons. I have actually watched Vision in action in the cartoons. Maybe he played better roles in the cartoons, but in the MCU universe, I mean, everybody was hyped. Um, Black Panther was hyped. Even Hawkeye was hyped. Vision, there was Vision. Yeah. I have to agree that they didn't do a good job there. Yeah. And in my case, and, and you will not like my choice, <laughs> Iron Man. I think in the Who, Iron Man. Yes, the, the MCU Iron Man. I think I it's <laughs> overrated. He has no superpower. He's too way more popular than all the rest, and I don't like that. Uh, he's not as cool. Uh, he seems in the in the MCU. He's cool. He's not like that in the in the comics. You got turn, yeah. And he's not as powerful and as they make him look like also. So I don't like, it's, it's a, a similar case uh, with you and Vision and the MCU. I don't like what they did with the character. It works a lot for the movies and to sell Iron Man figures and whatever. But I don't think that that's uh, well represented. Um, yeah. So that's why it's not that I don't like him. I'm jealous that he has more attention than other characters. Comparing superpowers, though, there's no difference from him and Batman. He's intelligent. Batman is intelligent. Mm -hmm. He's wealthy. Batman is wealthy. Yes. I mean, they're actually the same. Maybe that's the Batman of the MCU or... No, you really can't. You see, I, but you see... But I love you see, Iron Man. You, yeah. But you see, Shireen, you, 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 you have to have a... Um, you have to also... I'm not trying to change anybody's perspective here, but you also have to understand Batman... Right, he uses I his know. gadgets. He uses his gadgets also. It helps him a lot to escape or to do smoke bomb or to throw his. I mean, he uses his gadgets a lot, but also he can go one on one combat. You know, but Iron Man can't survive without his suit. Yeah, exactly. Iron Man can't. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and also, Batman normally he fights uh, like characters that also doesn't have superpowers or at least they are more or less on the same level. Iron Man mm -hmm. is like fighting Thanos. Come on, how can yeah. that be? The suit is helping him fight Thanos. <laughs> no, but I don't think any suit were, I don't know for what kind of materials he, he used for the suit, but whatever. That's not good enough to fight somebody like Thanos. Thanos beat the Hulk. Wasn't that, that made of vibranium, though, from Wakanda? Yes, but, but if you're the in a car one. and somebody hits the car and you're inside the car, you will be hurt. Yeah. And it's the same case here. If you have whatever metal you have in front of your head, but your head is hit, you will feel that, that uh, amount of power anyway. It's not like the, the metal absorbs the heat, you know? That's, mm. I'm, I'm too technical. <laughs> I'm going too technical. But that's what I don't like. That. I think that um, it made him powerful enough to fight the most powerful villain uh, i don't think that have to be because uh yeah 
I think in the last scene of the of the of um, Endgame, he actually what you were talking about earlier, he outsmarted Thanos to steal Who? all those stones, oh, yeah. Iron Man, because at first at first he didn't he he actually was one on one with him fighting, you know, and then he outsmarted him to steal the stones. Then he went, whoop. yeah, and out of this I can buy that that he's Martin than Thanos. That I can buy, but that the suit will not um, will protect him from any heat outside. That okay, <laughs> that's a matter. <laughs> Next one. What else do you have? Uh, I know this is controversial, also. <laughs> uh, Superman. Look, oh, listen, 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 oh, listen oh, up. This is a big one. This Ooh. is a big one. <laughs> I like him as a superhero, but the way they're telling his story, just don't do it for me. You know, if you take, he, he's, he's powerful. He is one of the most powerful superheroes. He is the one that led the way for other superheroes also in comics. Yeah. But the way they're telling his story, they're only focusing on his powerfulness. You know, you know why the, the Batman stories, in my opinion, work? Because they're actually focusing on his human side also, his loneliness, the, the thing that I said about his moral compact, that sometimes he, he can go rogue, you know? Yeah. But Superman, no. We're only focused on, on okay, he is powerful. Uh, he, he gets his power from the sun, and he shoots lasers from his eyes. Yeah, what else? What? Give me something else. Sure, in terms of so you're, you're saying his, I'm, his, I'm not talking about his 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 own you know I'm talking about the storyline of his of his character. I think they can do better. That's what <laughs> I think. <laughs> they can do better because why Hulk also works. You know what what's his power? He he turns into something green that can smash anything in his way, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I can I can believe that. I can also believe that he shoots lasers out of his eyes from the power of the sun. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What works is because he has a fight and a conflict between him and the other person that's inside of him, the Hulk. You know? That's why I like I, him. I, 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 I think I think you you have a point there, Sharon, with regards to Superman's um the movie Superman. The movie, yeah. But if you do go into Sorry. the comic Superman you actually see a vulnerable side of Superman. That's, 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 I mean, well, they, there is a movie, the, the movies from the 70s, that I think mm-hmm. they started in the 70s, they finished in the last one in the 90s, so, mm-hmm. uh, with Christopher Reeves. There is mm-hmm. a, a part where Superman is drunk mm-hmm. in a bar, and he's, he's like to see harassing that. The, the bartender. So, yeah, he has problems. Come on, he's a drunk. He has problems. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, but you have a point here. I mean, yeah, no, uh, yeah, yeah. He, you have a point. This, but but also because he's not human, so that's why you cannot find human feelings in him. He's not, uh-huh. not human. But there are other characters that are not human, and I can I can find some sympathetic side of them. You know, just like Rocket, as I said before, he's he's basically an animal. He's a raccoon. Yeah. No, 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 I'm seeing you're right. You're right. The, the movies. The, it's the, just uh, my opinion. But I like him, though. I like him. No, no. As a superhero, I do. True, true. But I think they can do him a little bit justice. 
the that's movies storytelling. That's movies didn't make him justice. But there is a new movie, Superman Legacy, I think. Oh, uh, mm -hmm. maybe that one will have something of what uh, you're referring to because it's um, <clears throat> under the wing of the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, see? James Gunn. Yes. Yeah, he, he moved to DC. So if he did that with, with Rocket Raccoon, maybe he can do something similar to Superman. Wait Finger crossed. No, so your second least favorite character. I think second least favorite character. Oh. Catwoman. Catwoman. Which one? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> From Halle Berry to the latest one to Halle the one before that, man. No, the first one, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, was amazing. He was amazing. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I I don't say passe like hater, hate hate Catwoman, Catwoman, but I've never really understood. Catwoman, maybe because I don't understand the character herself, like what's her role in the Batman universe? I mean, she's there as what exactly? Like everyone I has think. a story. Everyone has a story. Joker has a story. Bane has a story. Who else is the Batman? Red Hood has a story. Dick, right? Um, um, what's it called? Dick. Um, what's his name? The guy under Batman doing Nightwing has a story. Zatanna, uh, is it Zatanna? Has Everyone literally has a bloody story except Catwoman. <laughs> well, you mean that that the story, the the backstory line is very simple. What do you mean? Because it, I don't know her backstory actually. Yeah, exactly, know? she got it. She, I don't, I mean, exactly. Like, Halle Berry. I think the one with Halle Berry, if I'm not mistaken, tried to portray that story a bit, yeah. but still, but still, like, huh? <laughs> so she fell into something. And some cats put her back to life. So what superpowers does she uh, have? Yeah, no, the superpowers where they come from is, is total, total bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So what superpowers does she have? Because uh, the, the cats leak her injuries or something like that, and, and then she became the, like a cat woman. Exactly. It made no sense to me. I'm like, I don't hate her. By the way, don't get me wrong. I don't hate her character. But you see, they need to, they need to be consistent with the story. Batman... His, his, his family died. He became a vigilante. Superman, Krypton blew up. He came to Earth. Um, Rocket, he was experimented on as a raccoon and given smart. Iron Man, he uh, something happened to him and he, he was they in prison. He, he got shoots. And I mean, you see, all these people have something about them. Whether we like, whether they are in our top top pros and or not to. Doctor Strange, background story. Makes sense. It's consistent. Catwoman, the one for Ali Berry, Catholic her. The one for Michelle Pfeiffer, she just appeared. The latest one played by, I can't remember her name. Anne Hathaway. Uh, Anne Hathaway. No, no, that's no, not the no, latest no. one. Yeah, Kravitz. Some, this is the, 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 the daughter of Lenny Kravitz. Oh, yeah, Zoe, Zoe, yeah. Zoe, 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 Kravitz. Zoe, 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 Kravitz. Yeah. Zoe Kravitz. Now, tell me, does she have any superpower? It's like some, some, some catwomen have superpowers or were leaked by a cat and became catwomen, and others just like cats. I want to confess something actually. I didn't watch the last Batman movie with Robert Pattinson. Is it good? Uh, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> for me, it's okay. I will not give it a thought. 
<laughs> okay, let me round up them with with the last one from myself. And uh, yeah, this one is controversial too. <laughs> but mostly any other DC character that is not Batman or Superman or yeah. or the Joker. The Joker is, is uh, yeah. <clears throat> but um, I think that they are not. You know, they are not as good enough as Marvel. Marvel, I think that they have a lot of, of superheroes that most of them are okay, some are not, of course. And also villains, they have a very strong villains. I think DC is Batman, Superman, and the Joker. And the rest, not well known, not well used in, wait a in minute. The cinema. Wait a, wait a minute. DC, Batman, Superman, Joker, and don't forget one person. Who? Harley cool. freaking Quinn. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, that's original from the Batman animated series. She was not uh, in the comic books. She was oh. created by the creator of the animated series that is, um, what is the name? Bruce Tim. Oh. The creator. So it was that's... actually created for the, the cartoons. So that, yeah, that, I agree with that. Uh, yeah. Yes. What? Okay. For th those four, and then the rest are like <laughs> vanilla. You know, mm, I don't really like them. All right. Oh, sorry. What? Sorry to say that. I I want to like them, but come on, give me something more interesting <laughs> to hold on. Okay, guys. I think that we talk about superheroes long enough <laughs> in contraposition with what we did in the first part talking about uh, the Shawshank Redemption and I hope guys that we do this uh, any other time so I yeah. really enjoy it, it was fun it's a bit fun, me yeah. too, me too, me too. alright, let's me commit too. then maybe for another episode or maybe more, or maybe series of maybe we became famous <laughs> we we no. quit our jobs and everything. <laughs> no, I mean, I think this is fun just to have this conversation with like-minded people who also aren't just here for you know to hate on others' comments and say, "Oh my God, how do you hate yeah. Victor Shirin who hates who doesn't like um Spy Superman? Oh, no, she doesn't like Superman, but yeah, she finds him controversial. Yeah, I mean, oh, what do you mean? Ah, subscribe you, Shirin. No, but it's more like okay, I respect your opinion on that and. I, I, I see your point, and that's, um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I respect that a lot. I really, really respect that a lot. That's a spirit. After all, it's, it's just a game that we play just to. <laughs> Thank you for, for coming to this podcast. I don't know why I'm thanking you because I'm coming too. So yeah, it's very all of us. Thank you, Conrad, for having me. Thank you, Conrad. Thank you, Shirin. Thank you, Nanto. <laughs>